It's okay, because the bloopers will be good for the intro. <laughs> First off, this episode is just like a get-to-know us, is, yeah. I guess, basically, because we ain't professionals. Let's just put it that way. We are honestly are sitting on a sofa with pillows, so let's just... <laughs> We like to keep it real over This here. is our first podcast. This is just to get to know us. Um, we literally wanted to start a podcast maybe a month ago, and so mm-hmm. we got to Kraken, and we made it happen. And so I want to give a quick shout-out to our friend Enrique for making our cover photo. If you follow us on Instagram, you'll see he literally brought our vision to life. It's so cute, and it's so us, and I'm so excited that he's going to be a part of Truly Sickening and helping us with our graphics. So that's yes, really cool. cute little graphics. I'm sorry if I clear my throat. That's just going to happen. A little ASMR for you ASMR people out there. Y'all, she's nervous. I'm just nervous. <laughs> I'm really nervous. <laughs> I don't want to say the wrong thing. There is nothing to be nervous. See, that's the thing, but it's our podcast. Like, honestly, if you feel like the things that we are saying are wrong, goodbye. Goodbye. Don't need to be here. So the goal of this was for you guys to get to know us, like I said, but we also have some questions that we want to ask each other just so that you get to know us. And they're questions that I've never asked her, so I don't know how she feels about them and vice versa. She's going to ask me questions. So, I mean, if you want to get started, we can get started on the questions. You can go first. You. Oh, wait, should we explain Truly Sickening and why it's named Truly Sickening? I feel like it'll like, I mean, yeah. I it kind of I think it will just eventually come up. Do we really need to explain? I mean, I guess. I mean, if you're like with the times, you'll know what sickening means. Yeah, I it's kind a, of always just said sickening, and I've for, always said truly, and that's how truly sickening became yeah. to be. Like you already know what sickening is: good, bad, and truly happy, is sad. just yeah, truly. So it's self-explanatory. If you need to look it up, I'm sure there's a weird definition out there. Um, should we get started on the questions? Do you want to ask first? When I already asked you if you wanted to ask first. Oh, did you? Okay, I'll ask you first. Okay, so what is this? Uh, 30 under 30? We're going to try to do 30 questions under 30, but I don't think it's going to happen. If we get off topic, that's just how it's going to be. Very authentic. We're trying to keep it pretty real. So, Perry, are you an early riser or a night owl? First off, I don't even know why she just asked me this question because we've had like 20,000 sleepovers and she already knows. I fall asleep, I guess, whenever I want to. But I literally have had like 20,000 sleepovers with her before, so I don't even know why she's asking me this question, but I've always woken up early, but I kind of just fall asleep whenever I really want to. So some days I'll go to bed at 5 a.m., or some days I'll go to bed at 8 p.m., so it kind of just depends on the day and if I'm tired. You kind of just have to listen to your body and just fall asleep whenever you're ready you know, that's how I've always played it out. But yeah, you're so good with yours. You're you're good at molding your sleep schedule. I like force my sleep schedule to be like what I want it to be. Really though. <clears throat> okay, my question: Do you like or dislike surprises? Even though I know we've kind of talked about this before, but obviously, like I've explained more depth into how I like surprises. But mm-hmm. like, I want you to explain. I do like surprises, but if it's something eccentric, I get kind of nervous. So, like, I mean, like, if we're talking, like, a surprise trip somewhere, I would get kind of stressed out because it's a trip and I need to plan. I'm a planner. I hate that about myself, but I also really like that about myself. I like just, I like being prepared. But for little surprises, like little gifts, like, yeah, like, I don't know. I guess it just depends on how loud the surprise is. That's exactly how I am. Like, just like you said, with, like, going out of town, Mm -hmm. I need to prepare to pack. Right. Get all my stuff together. Like, if someone literally told me, hey, we're going to catch a flight in, like, two hours, I'd freak out. But if you said that, like, a week before, I would feel a little better. Exactly. I would still feel stressed out because that's only a week. Yeah. That's exactly what I need. Yeah. But, like, if the surprises are out of good intentions with, like, pure like good morals behind it like for the benefit i'm all for it if it's like for for something other than not being genuine the truth is going to come out quote unquote exactly yeah that was a good question yeah i guess like you know what that actually goes into play with like when people propose because we were like you someone does like a surprise proposal oh my god without talking to you about about it surprise proposals and in front of a bunch of people y'all i'm sick no i really can't like i think it just depends on the partnership like if you know you and your partner are eventually going to walk down the aisle 
having my family there would be great, but we have to communicate. So if exactly. you are just proposing to me out of the goodness of your heart and you want to say you love me and shit like that, like, oh, sorry, potty mouth. <laughs> but she I'm, just, I'm just saying, like, if you if we are on the same page, that's fine. Bring our family in there. I, I wouldn't care. But anyway, that was great. Um, my question when was the last time you tried something new? Mm. Do you mean like any aspect? Any, food, any aspect. You, like, you could have done like a new experience, new food, new uh, hobby. Um, honestly, this is something new. Okay. But so I guess like right now in this moment, yeah. I literally have never suspected to ever do a podcast I've always listened to podcasts. Jenny actually got me on podcasts in the first place because I actually, like, never paid attention to them before. But I feel like this is actually something very different because I was never, like, a YouTube person or someone that is comfortable talking in front of a camera or a mic. So this is a new experience. Wow. When I asked that, like, when I wrote that down, I was thinking about the first time I traveled alone. Mm-hmm. That would have been my first time trying something new, but that was a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This this is a very new venture and I'm excited. Yeah. Like that traveling stuff, I feel like even though that is something very big, I definitely have traveled by myself before. Yeah. Like when I think the first time I flew on a plane by myself was either 8th grade or my freshman year. Oh, that yeah, was like I see. a that was a first experience, mm-hmm. but yeah. Yeah. Cool. First time I traveled alone was literally in 2018. So, I was really sheltered. I'm dead. Didn't you, did you go, where did you go? California. That was my first time traveling alone without my parents. Like oh, anywhere. okay. You mean mm-hmm. like with. <clears throat> like independent trip without adult supervision. I'm, now I'm seeing. Because yeah. I was like, what? But I actually traveled alone. <laughs> like I was completely yeah. by myself. I went I and I visited my dad. Oh, maybe that was my sophomore year. I visited my dad. Oh, and okay. I, was, I went to the airport and everything completely by myself. She's an independent woman. Really though, a whole different experience. She's been independent. But um, next question, how would your friends describe you? Shoot. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, How would my friends describe me? Um, uh, Stressed out all the time. Uh, Worrisome. (laughs) Kind of funny. Uh, She said kind of. Kind of. Well, I'm funny, but I'm not going to have a big head and be like, she's funny. Y'all, we're very humble people. I'm funny, but I won't say it to the whole world, but I just did. So whatever. Um, what else? How how else would someone describe me? Um, I can be pretty thoughtful, especially with my gift giving. I feel like I'm pretty good at that. Other mm-hmm. than that, for sure, I, I think that's pretty much it. I'm I can be nice, but I'm usually mean. Yeah, that's always a hard question to answer because <clears throat> people want to be very humble about how they describe themselves. Like they don't want to be egotistical. Girl, you know? I just said I'm worrisome and I'm stressed out all the time. So. <laughs> yeah. That just gives you into my Virgo mind. Yes, exactly. And I would have never said that out loud if I wasn't blunt. That's kind of, yeah. I yeah. feel like I always, like, blunt. downplay how I am. That's another one. I'm pretty blunt. Yeah. I might hurt your feelings, and you just have to be okay with it. Exactly. Because it's all out of the goodness of my heart. Oh, that was a good question. Thank you. <clears throat> okay. What age are you looking forward to the most? Um, it's funny because Jenny and I have talked about this a hundred times literally 30 i say that all the time yes oh my god we have literally have lived by 13 going on 30 because we were like wow that is just such a good age like you look good you're secure with yourself you at that point should have been financially stable or like that's what we're expecting ourselves to be we're like by time we're 30 we really want to be where we want to be in life so i just feel like yeah but you know what's so funny? I listened to Directly, Directionally Challenged by Candace and Kayla, mm-hmm. and they're both 30-something women on their podcast, and they are still struggling, which <laughs> does not give me too much hope. But you handle stress and everything a lot better at your, yeah. in your 30s. So I am excited for my 30s. Like, I feel like I'll be in a spot where, I mean, we don't know where life is going to take us, especially by that point, but I just feel like, I'll be done with school. I'll be into my career. Right. And I know, like, me and Jenny right now, we're in school for interior design, and there's actually a lot of moms that are in our classes. So it's right. kind of like you really don't know where your life is going to take you, but no. I think I'll be me, secure. It gives me so much hope because you're really just never too old to start 
doing something new, changing your course of career, your life, whatever. Like, it's really up to you. It's all in your head when people stress you out about, like, why you're doing the things you're doing. Like, if you feel like it's best for you, just do it. You know? Yeah. For sure. That's good. Okay, let me get... Okay, aside from necessities, what one thing could you not go a day without? Oh, um... Hugs? I love hugs. I think there's a thing out there that says people need three hugs a day to feel fulfilled. Mm-hmm. I think it's two or three. I love hugs. I don't know what it is. It's just like the nice little touch of human interaction, intimacy that I really like. And there's just like, it's unspoken care, caringness. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's really nice. I like hugs a lot. It's just funny because if you guys <clears throat> knew Jenny, you wouldn't suspect I'd be like the last thing. But I feel like... I nobody don't... See, that's what I love about me. <laughs> Is that nobody truly knows who I am, which I love. I hate when people assume things about me. Yeah. That's just, I, I just don't vibe with that. So yeah. as long as you don't know anything about me, exactly. I'm happy. <laughs> Very undercover, yeah. honestly. Like, I feel like how I am on, and I'm not saying I'm living a fake persona, because honestly, at the end of the day, I am true to myself, like, on social media. But I'm just saying, like, even though... I say a lot of my life on social media. I'm also very closed off on my personal There are boundaries where I feel comfortable with sharing things and not. There are people out there who are totally okay with sharing, like, their entire life. From, like, deaths in the family or breakups or makeups and breakups and makeups. Like, constantly on and off relationships. I don't like it when people know what's going on in my life. Yeah. It's not for everybody to know. Exactly. Unless I want to share it. Like, no one should ever, like, be able to pass you in the street and be like, I know their entire life story. Like, no, that's just not the life for me. So Exactly. And I don't like it when, because I know there are people from our high school that people still talk about. It's so funny because, like, people will bring up, like, other people's name. I'm not going to name any names. But, like, if I was in reversed places, I wouldn't want someone I didn't know talking about me and thinking that they know me. Exactly. Or making assumptions about me. So, I don't know. That's just how I feel. Yeah, definitely very important. Right. That's a good one. I like it. Wow. Okay, okay, okay. Good. (laughs) Hitting with the questions. Right. Okay. Um, What is a quote you live by? Mm. I, oh my goodness. I say this all day, every day. Everything happens for a reason. And I, I you probably knew I was going to say that because yes. I, I literally... Because I have the same one. Yeah. I literally say that all the time. I don't know why. No, but I truly believe it. Like, the universe just has this weird way of working, how yeah. it works. And I'm a, obviously, like, a religious person, and I just believe that, like, everything really does fall into place and happen for a reason. Like, whether you believe in God or the universe... you literally just let your life go in the direction it's supposed to and it will fall into place like if you stress or try to plan things out too much it's just going to stress you out like you just have to relax and let life do its thing that quote is so applicable to everything because I'm really not religious I grew up in a very multi-religious home so it turns out that I'm more I'm more neutral spiritual whatever you want to call so I do love that quote, too, because it still applies. Yeah, like it applies to you, whether, yeah, you're religious, spiritual, yeah. or don't believe, you know. Totally. It's just let life run its course. Totally. Okay, uh, if you could live anywhere, where would it be? Oh, my God. If I could live anywhere, where would it be? Mm, I don't know. Probably someplace warm. I I don't like the cold, but I don't like humidity. Uh, oh, that's hard. I, know. I don't know. Like, in the perfect world, I'd love to live in Italy. That's just my favorite place ever. I've never been there, but I already know it's my favorite. <laughs> Watch me go there in a couple of years and be like, I hate You're this place. Like, I want to go back home. I hate yeah. it. No. Um, it's definitely a cultural shock, I feel. Yeah. Like, everything's smaller. But everything's, like, about family there, which I totally love. They, their family is such a big thing there, which I like. Mm-hmm. Um, I think in the U.S., maybe Northern California. Mm-hmm. Southern California is a little little eccentric. <laughs> a little too loud for me, I think. I think yeah. just for my Virgo calms and mine, I need Northern California. Yeah. So that's probably where I choose. Jenny and I, we took a trip to L.A., 
um, a couple of years ago. And we literally, after that week, we were like, we're so ready to go back we home. We need to go back to the suburbs. It's, it's, <laughs> such, a, it's such a fast life. Everything so is, there's just so much to do. Yeah, we went to L.A. and it was really fun. We even got to do day trips like to Malibu. I even got to go to Disneyland. And I'm just saying, like, I couldn't live anywhere in Southern California that's like super loud like that. We never got to experience like maybe the quieter sides, but I don't know. It was just like purely for fun and for a trip. So, yeah, living wise, I probably wouldn't live in L.A. and all that. But yeah, me either. Definitely. I'm just I'm really not a city girl. And as much as I love going to the beach and stuff i can't i cannot with sand i'm not a beach yeah. girl at the end of the day yeah I'm like, I, I, I don't i don't love the sand i don't like where it gets it gets on my nooks and crannies of my body and i don't like it yeah it feels terrible like sand gets in places that it should not be especially no. like florida sand that Ugh. powdery sand yeah, it gets everywhere girl i was like sure. i'm ready to go home yeah yeah i guess there's <laughs> just no perfect place for us huh yeah, I just, it wasn't for me. <laughs> okay. Um, what is something you learned when you were younger that stuck by you today? Mm, I guess, and this might sound super, super cliche, but honestly, just treat people how you want to be treated. Because I've always... Like, it just, yeah. like, that's exactly how I live it's my like life now. It's like the golden rule type of thing, yeah. you know? Just even if people... Humanity thing. Exactly. <laughs> like, even if people do me wrong now, I'm like, you know what? At the end of the day, I'm going to respect you, but just from afar. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I just, like, let it be. Uh, my question. Do you think crying is a sign of weakness or strength? Uh, I think it kind of both. You know, yeah. it kind of, it, it shows that you have, you know, the strength to be vulnerable. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, you're showing that you're vulnerable, that you have a soft spot, and that you are letting your guard down, which can make you feel weak. But in the end, like, I feel like it's very, very strong of you to allow yourself to get to that point, you know? And everyone cries for different reasons. Like, I honestly tear up instantly when I get flustered. And so... I guess it kind of just depends on the situation, but like I feel like everyone has like their own reasoning for crying. So I'm not gonna sit here and be like, "Oh, you're weak for crying." You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you're comfortable crying, I, I think I cry around people I'm comfortable with. You haven't cried around me. I know, but like I haven't <gasps> had a reason to cry Stop. in front of you. Oh okay, God. that's good. <laughs> I haven't. I don't want to be the reason that you I cry. haven't. I haven't had a reason to cry in front okay. of you. You know, I cry at movies. And yeah. stuff, and I cry at serious situations. But some people cry over every Everything. little thing, and yeah. I'm just like, okay, you really got to get it together, girl. Like, this is no reason <laughs> to be crying. But that's when I think it's weak. But yeah. people who are crying for legitimate reasons and, like, kind of break their guard down to open up to you mm-hmm. and cry, that's when I'm like, that was very strong of you and yeah. very, you know, that, you know, it's just something that. I, I feel just like appreciate. That's, that's I think that's why we work so well is we're both not super emotional people. Yeah. I definitely don't cry at everything. I cry at movies and I cry at dude, when it's like a touchy like family subject, like yeah. you know, if it's Those like videos. trauma type of stuff, like yeah. if it's something that resonates with my life in some way, yeah, that that will hit a chord and I will choke up a little yeah. bit. Cuz you know, obviously with the situations and times going on in the world right now, I Anytime I watch a video going on with, like, current issues, it Mm -hmm. makes me tear up because I have to put myself... I have a problem of putting myself in other people's shoes, and I I envision if, like, that was my family or my mom or my brother, it just makes me... I guess it just makes me tear up a bit because I'm just, like, I can't imagine going through what they're going through. It kind of just makes you, like, more fortunate of where you are at in life, you know? Yeah, and some of you guys don't know, I am a person of color. I'm not black, but Perry is black. Yeah. And so for her, it hits home a little bit more. But for me, I'm just like, I have so many people in my life that are black. And I just can't imagine going through that kind of worry all the time. So Yeah, for sure. It's definitely... definitely, Yeah. No, go go ahead. (laughs) Put yourself... If you're not with the times right now and you're not supporting BLM, I'm not going to sit here and judge you. But just sit there and just try to imagine yourself in their shoes because... There's no way that it doesn't hurt in some type of way. Yeah. It's, and, it's just educating yourself yeah, you at know, the end of the just, day. If you didn't grow up around that, I totally get it. 
but you know, it's what's going on right now, so you can't avoid it. Exactly. Okay. And then is it me? Yes. Okay. Uh, my next question, what makes you laugh the most? <laughs> what makes me laugh the most? Funny people. <laughs> like wittiness, uh, sarcasm, um, people trying to get a laugh out of me. You know, just jokes. I think harmless jokes are really funny. Perry is funny. She makes me laugh all the time for literally no freaking reason. She'll just breathe and I'll I, laugh. I was just about to say that. I'll literally make a movement and she'll be like, girl, you cannot make me laugh right now. I'm like, girl, I'm just I moving. Think, maybe I'm just giggly. I'm just giggly. Maybe I'm just giggly. Whatever. That's um, what I am too. I get kind of giggly around like people I find attractive and whether it's a guy or a girl, like if I'm attracted to their personality, mm-hmm. you know, one day we'll talk about that because you can True. be attracted to personalities. I'm like, I will guarantee that, but I will laugh. If I'm laughing around you, just know that I'm intrigued by you and I like you. So true. As a person. Yeah. yeah. It's like that. I literally giggle at everything. I have like a thing where it's like crackhead hours <laughs> and it usually starts up at like two in the morning and I'll just start laughing for no reason. No use of crack, by the way. Yeah, it's just literally. It's just, Is that yeah. Is it's called a metaphor? Okay. Yeah. Or yeah, so I'm like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Don't listen to us. Oh We're kind of dumb. English teacher would be so disappointed <laughs> in me right now. Okay, is it me? Mm-hmm. Um, a f- this is a kind of fun one. What celebrity would you rate as a perfect 10? Oh, goodness. So not even by looks, but, you know, personality, like how they are in society, all that kind of stuff. Like who is the perfect person? Oh, goodness. Um, Ooh, you know what's funny? Pause. I feel like everybody, okay, like if people knew me, like they'd be like, wow, she's going to say Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> but honestly. Um, it could be a girl. Like, I was just about to say, okay, I'm going to choose, like, a girl and a guy. I would say one Ellen DeGeneres. Like, she genuinely just, I don't know, she's such a fun person, Mm -hmm. is really for the people, all people. She's had her own personal struggles, like, with Mm -hmm. the whole LGBTQ community and stuff like that. Like, she really is, like, an all-around person. Right. And she's for you know so many different aspects in life and like she really is set out to just help people in general she's always giving back you know she's not selfish she's always just Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so i so crazy because recently in news just like lingering there has been stuff being said about her and i just can't believe it what it what was it i don't know it was like stuff about like i don't nikki tutorials was saying how like she wasn't treated with respect like ellen didn't even give her like the attention that she should have deserved as a guest i don't know it's hard to believe because ellen hasn't it was yeah she was on there that's what i'm saying she wasn't even like really big i don't i don't know what to believe i obviously love ellen i've loved her forever and she's right. super funny and she always brings a smile to people's faces when you need it so right but no, like i have never face. heard any negative things like i mean you know who knows but i'm just saying like so many people mm-hmm. reappear on her show yeah. just because they love who she is I and see. so i kind of think it might have just been like an off mm-hmm everyone's experience is different you know some people can meet me and be like "Mm, i don't know how i really feel about her but honestly it could have been an off day for me Mm -hmm. you know you're not supposed to be look at the end of the day you do not owe people 100 percent all the time even though you want to be the best version of yourself all the time it's like just because you had an off day with someone doesn't mean that that's who they are you know what i mean like not everyone is going to be forget that too like first impressions really make it or break it for some people but it's like what if you met me on a day where i was just like having the worst day ever obviously i'm not going to be all sunshines and rainbows like i am going to be a little hostile like i get she's ellen degeneres and she has a talk show and she's so bubbly and so outgoing and so fun but not every day is rainbows and sunshine, so mm-hmm. you cannot sit there and expect someone to be rainbows and butterflies every single time you meet them. Right. Because not every single... Like, that... She's still a human. Like, you're not supposed to go out into the world every single day and be rainbows and butterflies. Like, it's like, It's just okay, not even a human thing it's to not, always be happy. They're allowed to have emotions. Just because someone is a celebrity... <laughs> this is they, getting so deep. They really... Like, <laughs> no, it's so true, though. Like, it's like, just because they're a celebrity, at the end of the day, they do not owe you. Yeah. They don't owe you anything. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They don't owe you an autograph. They don't nope. owe you like a hello yeah they're still humans you know what i mean and it's for us to respect that because they are just humans also exactly it all just comes down to respecting one another yeah like when i go to walmart 
or something like I'm like if I see somebody I know sometimes I'm like oh my gosh let me duck really quick yeah because I don't want to talk and I'm like it's the same with celebrities I'm like at the end of the day if they don't want to talk or if they really aren't having a good day especially if you're a celebrity because you always have to put on a facade almost just being respectful all the time when really maybe you just want to be a bitch exactly yeah it's potty mouth like oops sorry (laughs) it's reality oh that's funny okay your turn let me see. Was that really your question? Wow. I really, yeah, that was I literally almost forgot no, that's that, that good. was my question. That's good. I like that. That's the whole point of this. Exactly. And then I had what is, oh yeah, what is your proudest accomplishment? Why would you ask me such a question? I know. Right now is really ah, a rocky time. It's a rocky time. <laughs> um, shit. Uh, what is my proudest accomplishment by far? Um, Maybe when I changed my major two years ago, mm-hmm. I first started out with marketing um, because I thought that was the logical way of, you know, going about things where it was like more enjoyable. I didn't want to go into the medical field. I wish I was born with a drive to be a bioengineer, yeah, whatever. But girl, if I had gone through that, I think I would have like gone into depression or something like kudos to you if you are in the working for a medical field, like Truly. working to go because I just could not. Yeah. Um. I started off marketing. I was struggling a lot with accounting. I don't know why. That was the one class where I was just not getting it. I took it three times, and three times I had a really bad grade. So I was like, maybe this is not for me because you had to pass that. And so what is it? It was you. You were about to go into college, and you were telling me about how you wanted to do interior design. And Lisa, my friend Lisa, like really pushed me to kind of do something that I was really happy with. And I just thought about how interior design made me really happy. I always appreciated it. I always thought I had a knack for it at home. I never thought about it being a career. So I think that would be my proudest accomplishment by far, making that big decision and changing my major. Yeah, for sure. Like, yeah, that's a really good one. Yeah, thank you. Like, I feel like, yeah, because Jenny and I, we became friends, like, right after... Uh, she graduated her senior year. So I yeah. was still... Oh, yeah. Like, if you guys didn't know, I'm a year... I'm a grade older than her and a year older than yeah. her. Yeah. And we'll get into how... An episode <laughs> on how we met and actually became friends. But we that's became friends. high school. And that's one of my favorite topics. Exactly. Yeah. We'll, we'll sit there and talk about it. But um, you can definitely tell the difference in, like, what she was doing versus what she's doing now. You just seem like you're in a better... Like, even though... Don't get me wrong. We literally struggle at school. Oh, my God. Okay, guys. Interior design does not mean everything is about fun picking out fabrics and colors. It's not like that at all. It's not. At first, I knew that wasn't what it was, but I definitely underplayed how much actually goes into it. There's a lot of psychological stuff that goes on. There's a lot of just, like, you know, like inclusivity like you have to think about like designing for a disability or designing for you know just people that have more needs than you would have thought exactly it's just there's a lot you have to think about people who are growing old mm-hmm. in their homes you have to think just like pets, you said kids yeah jobs uh people with uh psychological diseases kind of yes. like autism and mm-hmm. things like that yeah there's certain colors that you can't design for an autistic person yeah patterns it trigger trigger stuff yeah, yeah. and so. you can't do or you have to think about people who have just like a bad I guess it's kind of like therapy mental health mental, mental health, health. Is a lot of it yeah. yeah i mean there's even like designing for people who need like thermal it's crazy stuff you know what i'm saying like people who have really bad bones Mm -hmm. you know i mean even like burn victims and stuff like there's ways to design for people Mm -hmm. like that and biophilia actually if no one knows that's like when you bring the outdoors in that's becoming a really big thing and we love that for interior design because bringing the outdoors in just makes everything a whole lot better so yeah that is a big part of it and you have to design for function mm-hmm. our teacher would be so form geeked follows right function. now yes form follows function but yes. it's so true like you have to like it's not about designing a really nice space and making it look good it's about being it's about able to function in it, it work for yeah you. so yeah. you have to just like and you have to know your client i mean to oh a t so educational people are yeah. gonna be like oh people are gonna be like um, this interior design talk. <laughs> well more of a story because people really downplay interior yeah. design but there's so much that goes into it and mm-hmm. honestly people who are in interior design if you're inspired by this depending on where you at are at or even anywhere honestly you can make good money yeah. it's it's a honestly a really good field 
So mm-hmm. people don't think so, but it, mean, honestly, yeah. you make a lot of money off of the it. The goal is I don't even want to end up being in the Midwest with interior design. It's just not as creative as I want to be. Mm-hmm. I definitely want to end up being on the coast at some point with my career, like yeah, California, yeah, you know, like Portland, something like that. And this job follows you. So yeah. wherever you go, there there is something you can do, mm-hmm. which is kind of nice. So like at the end of the day, we can literally live anywhere and still do interior design. That's true. Little did y'all know. Right? A little interior design crash course for you. Exactly. Um, okay. What gets you excited about life? Oh, goodness. Um, I guess traveling. I think that's something that really gets me excited about okay. life. It's just experiencing. I was going to say that, too. Yeah. Like, I said like, that for me. Yeah. Yeah. Jimmy I mean, and I are, like, the exact same person. It's, ter- it's almost frightening. Really. Yeah. Because we're really not. But we are. Yeah. It's we, really weird. We have a lot of differences, which I think that's what makes us balanced because we have a lot of it's differences. Exciting. Yeah. It's but not like pl- it's not like all bland. Exactly. So it's like we like bring different things to the table. But back to the <laughs> the topic, travel. Um, I've always liked to travel. I'm kind of starting to slowly like get further and further out of the country. I took my first trip out of the country to Canada last year with Jenny. Huh funny but um I don't know I just like really really want to go out and see the world and that's kind of something that not everybody gets to do is experience life and go do things like I'm always at concerts festivals you know going out of town traveling stimulating yeah and my mom has never held me back like anytime I pretty much we went to when we went to California Mm -hmm. we bought the tickets booked our Airbnb and I told my mom a week later I was like oh yeah by the way I'm going to California I think our parents appreciate that we were planners. Like, yeah. we didn't just, like, pick up and we're reckless and we're like, okay, we're going. Like, yeah. where are you going to say, oh, we don't know. Like, yeah. we definitely thought it out, planned it out. Yeah. See, it pays being a planner, guys. Yeah. Just plan and your parents will have a little more faith in you. Yeah. And <clears throat> and it's not like that I was, like, disrespecting my mom because at the end of the day, if she told me I could not go, I was not going. Like, my mom does not play. But yeah. she's never been someone that held me back from traveling, mm-hmm. even though it scares her. You know, I knew she would say yes. So it's not like I was trying to disrespect her Mm -hmm. and be like, you know, I'm leaving. But at that point, I was 18. She was like, at the end of the day, she was like, even though you live under my roof, you really, really don't have to ask me permission for that kind of stuff. But it's just because I've always been, like, I'm not trying to give myself a big head, but I've always been, like, responsible. Yeah. About my decisions. And I've always told her everywhere I've gone because I've just always had a close relationship with my mom. So it's like... I can always pick up and go somewhere, and she can trust me. She tracks me. I'm going to let her track me until the end of time, too. Ain't nothing to hide. You know? Yeah, nothing to hide. <laughs> My mom was definitely more reserved. I'm an only child. That's the one big difference about us is that you grew up in a household of four kids yeah and I'm an only child so for me convincing my mom took a little more work yeah and so me being a planner definitely paid off because she trusted that I researched everything I was going to be safe I thought about how I was going to contact her she can track me um you know just like precautions I guess so yeah which is like obviously like Mm -hmm. see and that's the thing is that me having three older siblings they went through that so that I didn't have to. Your mom. That's always the thing with siblings, though. You're by the time the last one is around, the parents are like, you know what? We've she been gave through up. this. We're good, you know. And I wish I'd gone through that. But also, having siblings sounds like a lot of energy. I'm dead. Yeah. At the end of the day, my I, siblings are yeah. Jenny. So like, now, yeah, she has. Siblings I now have now. siblings now. Um, I love siblings. I th- well, that's the one thing I want to talk about is that. I, when I get older, I definitely want to have more than one kid. Yeah. Just because growing up as an only child, it was very lonely. Um, it's just nice to have built-in best friends. Yeah. Like, at the end of the day, like, I feel like three kids was, like, ideal. But I think I need four because... I think I need four, too. I and just, I hate to say that because I'm an only child. Like, what am I thinking? Yeah. Well, like, I'm thinking it's going to be super easy. It's not. Yeah. But... You can't have an oddball. Like, no. it has to be even for my some reason. Always, my mom always said don't have odd kids. Yeah. Which was, like, a weird superstition thing. If any of y'all have superstitious parents, you get me. They just got weird superstitions <laughs> that we just have to respect, okay? Don't disrespect the parents' superstitions, okay? Yeah. One day I'm going to get into that. I'm going to get into that. Yep. Anyway. Okay, um, my question or yours? No, that was mine. So you, you asked me. Let's see. I literally had one and I lost it because that question was so big long. ass gap that I'm going to have to edit out. It's okay. Out. <laughs> you know, that's how it be. Oh, yeah. 
what did you want to be when you were little? Oh, shoot. Um, <laughs> Even if it's like five things, because I had that many. Uh, let's see. I definitely wanted to be a doctor at one point. Yeah. Um, I wanted to be a pop star. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah Montana. <laughs> I honestly think I have a pretty decent voice, but my stage fright really <laughs> took over it, and I just could not have the yeah. – I don't have the balls to do that. Um, I'm really good in the I'm – a, I'm a pop star in my shower, though. I tell you that right now. No, really, though. I always um, sing in the shower. The steam really opens up my balls. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, I'm a pretty decent singer. I can hold the tune, but I ain't no Adele. Right. I'm um, not – yeah. Yeah. negative so what the, is it the Pop way people star. sing now mm-hmm. i could honestly i could be out there we wish we were billy eilish so bad <laughs> so bad <laughs> she's so good um what else there's other things i wanted to be i don't know um an actress you know i just grew up watching all that stuff and i'm like i want to be on the camera i want people to look at me and admire me yeah now i don't Never. i'm like barely popular from my friends from high school and i'm already like private on everything like don't add me if i'd never talk to you like I think the difference when we were, like, five, how people were versus now, social media has grown, like, so much. It's crazy. I love it and I hate it at the same time. Yeah, and it's just everyone's in everyone's business. And now I really appreciate not actually putting myself out there like I did back then because it's kind of paying off. Like, I wouldn't mind, like, you know, everyone was like, oh, man, like, I wouldn't mind if, like, one little thing went viral but at the end of the day like i think i wouldn't want i don't like having I don't, attention on me. i don't like that attention yeah, me either i, I like to go to walmart looking busted um it's i a, like to it's a luxury my life. that most people don't get so yeah and i think i realized like fame really is not everything you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you kind of learn that yeah and i love that we know that maybe yeah. <laughs> reverse psychology maybe we will get famous I'm I, like if this podcast <laughs> blows up, y'all. Uh, I might get the cameras. My mind, so yeah, that's cut the chill. cameras. Yeah. Uh, we're we're gonna end it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, what are some things that sound like compliments but are actually insults to you? Um, I feel like I've said this. This is definitely like really really current in the time, but. People are always like, wow, you have such pretty hair. What are you mixed with? And oh, I'm like, God. I'm like, oh, nothing. <laughs> nothing. I'm both my parents are black. Um, <laughs> and I feel like a lot of people say that because they're like, oh, she might like, I feel well, like a lot of people always assume mixed is beautiful and they, nothing more. Yeah. They and think I'm like, I get it because it's when you're a mixed race. Yeah. It's unique. It's yeah. definitely unique. I'm not going to downplay that, but don't assume that's why people are beautiful. Exactly. Like, people swear that you have to be half white, half Asian, half Hispanic mm-hmm. to to look as type of way. And it's like, no, you can honestly, you can be full black and yeah. beautiful. You know, that's how it is. And I feel like people don't realize that that's, like, an insult versus a compliment. Yeah. Because I'm like, um, I am full black. Mm-hmm. I'm not mixed with anything. All power to people who are mixed. I'm not saying oh, anything. Oh, I love, I love my friends who are mixed. Yeah. They have so much culture in them, and they have so much like. Yeah, like two it's just sides. Cool. Yeah. yeah. And I'm, I'm like, we're not power. downplaying that. Exactly. Sure. Not downplaying it at all. I'm just saying, I'm full black, and she's pretty. I'm not saying she's that awesome. I'm like, pre- you know, you know, I'm she's not, beautiful. I'm she's not, full I'm black and she's beautiful. Like, I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. I'm not trying to have a big head. I'm gonna say it. But I'm just saying, like, people always say, like, what are you mixed with, and I'm. You know, even my close friends have said it. I'm not mad at you for it at all. I think I said that to you when I first met you. Yeah, like, I'm not mad at you at all. Mm -hmm. Some people are actually just genuinely curious. curious, Saying, like, are you mixed with anything? Right. Because, like, sometimes I think people are mixed with something. Mm -hmm. But um, I think it's really when people start pointing out, like, specific features about you. Like, you saying, what are you mixed with is so different versus, oh, your hair is pretty, what are you mixed with? You right. know what I mean? Like, that is just negating that it's, like, you can't have hair that's curly like that if you're full black. Yeah. Moral of the story. Moral of the story. Full race people are just as beautiful as mixed race. Exactly. There we go. Are we good? <laughs> no. I'm just saying, okay. We can go to an hour. I think most episodes are usually 45 to an hour. Okay. I just didn't know if we were thing. hitting the 30 Oh, well, we definitely got a couple more questions, but we can do like two more and then we can end it. Okay. I think my, I just didn't the know rest if, of mine are kind of boring. Honestly. I just didn't know if we were hitting an hour. Uh, definitely or, an hour. So okay. we have 15, we're, we're getting close. We're, we have 15 more minutes. 
Okay. Time is going by quick. I know. I'm actually surprised. We're having fun. <laughs> I know. Oh, um, what would you do if you won the lottery? Oh, my God. I say that all the time. I always think about that. I know. Me too. Um, I never buy a lottery ticket, so I'm never going to win one. Yeah, me either. Um, I never buy them either. So, so it's just nice to imagine. Um, probably donate. I mean, this sounds so humble and cliche. I would definitely try to donate to a lot of orphanages back um, in Vietnam. Mm-hmm. My grandparents live in a really small town, and there's just a lot of property there. So it would be nice to give back. I just, every time I go home, it hurts a little bit when I see people's living conditions, but I can't do a whole lot about it right i'm choking up it hits home a little it's bit okay um but other than that i probably buy my mom a nice house right treat the parents right and then put my needs last yeah me she's, too she's humble exactly but um no for real i would definitely do that i would definitely take care of my family back home family home here and then me yeah like i think i would kind of I don't know. Yeah, I definitely would put other people's needs before mine because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I would just I feel really too don't selfish need. if I do it for yeah. just me. My I really God. don't need anything at the end of the day. Yeah. I feel like I would I mean, take it's okay my whole family you, on a trip. Yeah, it's okay if you spend it, if you've ever won the lottery and you spent it all on you, you know, yeah. but that's good for you. I would you. buy you myself probably, a car. Yeah, well, I would, you know? you know, buy me a little something nice, whatever, yeah, yeah you know. Maybe but a little coat or something. I definitely <laughs> have to treat other people to make me feel better about me winning the lottery exactly yeah I definitely would give back to the people who supported me my whole life obviously my whole family even my friends like you know I've always been someone who's been very independent except my family like has always helped me you know what I mean like not you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like I've been independent trying to like travel and do my own thing I pay for whatever I need to but Mm -hmm. definitely got to give back to my to my family and friends for sure. For sure. And then I would, you know, buy my mom a house. Yeah, you know, take them on some trips. Yeah, yeah, trips, yeah. travel. Oh my god, that's a big I would one. Travel. I definitely would have. I, maybe I would just buy a mediocre house and travel. Yeah, travel would be a big one. Yeah, I, I don't. <clears throat> like at the end of the day, I really don't need like a big house. I, yeah. I will never buy a house that's so big that I can't clean it. That's the thing. Like, if you have the money to buy a big house, you better have the money to have a cleaning crew come by. Yeah. Because I'm not going to do that. I'm dead. Yeah. That's just... And I'm just talking about, like, for me, like, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. I I definitely get spooked. So, it's kind of, like, one of those things that it's, like, I could not have a big house. Yeah. That I don't... I can't see all the corners (laughs) as I'm, like, in it. I know. know. If you get lost in your house, that's a pretty big house. Yeah. Not for me. Yeah. Okay. Um, Let's do, like... Uh, maybe one more on both sides and we could be good um let's see da, 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 da. these are kind of boring what do you see your life 10 years from now oh, oh i guess we already you know what we already did that so because that's that would be 30 that's kind oh of yeah like 30 about. you know what you it's because i said 30 yeah. if i would have said a different age mm-hmm. it would have been a different it would have yeah. been but Literally, I'm 20 right now so yeah. 10 years 30, I, that, yeah. that's exactly where i yep okay okay so Let's do, if you could change one thing in the world right now, what would it be? Oh, goodness. And it's a very relevant question. This right is now. so relevant because obviously Black Lives Matter is happening. I just wish, and it's not even, I just wish I could change people's perspectives. You know what I mean? Like, or just educate people on things that they just are lagging on. I wish more people were just, I want to, like, if that was me. I would want to be able to have people be more open-minded to yes. more ideas, not just be so stuck with your own mindset. Exactly. Like, I feel like, I mean, Jenny and I in general, we've been so open-minded to so many people. I feel like that's really why we clicked as friends, because the first day we hung out, we thought, oh, man, it might be really boring. We don't know what's going to happen. Oh, like our first friend date? Yeah, like our first friend date. And like we ended up talking about so much because we had so much in common about just everything in life and just being Such open to everyone. friendship that happened yeah, between us. We you literally so asked me to get coffee and I was like, yeah, why not? Yeah. And we, that was after I had graduated. So I wasn't even going to be going to school with her anymore. Yeah. We've just been like super open to anyone and everyone and different ideas and opinions yeah. and stuff, you know, but we, we have morals. So it's like, yeah. we know right from wrong. And mm-hmm. it's like some people just don't have that accessibility to specific, like, yeah. I guess, educations and different mindsets and stuff so it's Mm kind of like you need to start pushing your mindsets on other people 
Yeah. So that they understand where you're coming from. It's like, at the end of the day, I don't care if you don't change it, but at least I got my voice out there. So then you you have that form of, like, education. Like, people can click back and just, see. I know some people just block off what we're saying because yeah. they, I, I, they almost know we're right. But they just don't want to admit that they're wrong. Yeah. Like, even if you feel like your voice isn't being heard, it's like, at the end of the day, it's like, you people have that outlet mm-hmm. to kind of see what you're saying. I have such and a you small did your platform part. on Instagram. I have maybe 300 followers, a little over 300. And I feel like I've definitely made my voice heard. I have a lot of friends that have reached out to me and say, that's awesome. You're doing something good. Like right. you're saying your part. And I feel much better about that. And so I don't know. Exactly. I, a little goes a long way. Yeah. Even if at the end of the day, like if anyone doesn't reach out to you, Mm-hmm. You may have turned some one person's opinion out yeah. of that three hundred. Yeah. That's all that matters. It takes exactly as long as you change someone's opinion mm-hmm. or it's make people look further. Thing. I just yeah. don't get how people don't understand that. Like I get really frustrated when people don't understand that. Yeah, it's a humanity thing. It's a human life. So just imagine if that's your life on the line, how would you feel? Just you know, simple question. If you feel like that's pretty shitty, maybe you should work on your perspective. Exactly. I don't know. Like, yep. ugh. There's just so many racist people out there. I cannot deal with that shit. I yeah. Can't deal with like, it. sorry, guys. Like, we, we sorry, two potty, ethnic I'm girls the potty out mouth here. out of both of us. I'm dead. In real life. Like, I just can't hold back my potty mouth. She can. Ah. I can't. So, sorry, mom. Y'all, She's I've, not I've learned. I've learned, y'all. What is this podcast going to do? Not get me my job? <laughs> like, no, really, though. <laughs> like, I mean, at the, you know, I'm just being genuine and me, and that's just how I talk. Hey, our, our, no offense, I'm not going to name a teacher, but our teacher be cussing up in class. So, I mean, it ain't <laughs> going, it not, it's not going to end your career. It's not. <laughs> it's just, you know, it's a language. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, I think we'll do yours, and then we'll kind of end it okay. on a good note. Okay, my next question what is your favorite childhood memory? Which is so hard because I can like rarely oh answer this question. But Weird. Okay. Um, I wouldn't say I had a really happy childhood, which sounds kind of dark. Um, uh, I grew up in a family where I didn't grow up around a really healthy relationships. Um, my parents are divorced, um, but they're still together, which is weird. We'll get into that some other day. Today's mm-hmm. not that day. Yep. Um, it's a heavy topic. But... Um, I don't know. Maybe happy stuff is just like when we're all the happy moments of us being a family, me and my parents and just going out to dinner or something or going to like family gatherings or my trips to Vietnam with my mom are really good. I went on my first trip to Vietnam when I was seven. That's one of my favorite childhood memories because I finally got to meet my whole family. So that was really cool. Right. Yeah. But yeah. Or my dad teaching me how to swim. Super basic, but it's really cool. Right. It's the uh, little things. It's the little things. We've definitely know? have definitely allowed like a lot of our friendship to mold off of that because mm-hmm. we always just pay attention to the little things. Yeah. And we've just always picked up on those. Oh, and- I think that's such an attractive trait. Okay. That's like going to get, we're going to get into like relationship relationships stuff at some point. <laughs> oh my God. If you notice something small about me and you remember it forever, I might just hold you in my heart forever. Yeah. Like that's really cute. Like it really, it really is special when people, it just means you care enough things. to remember and you're like really thoughtful. I love thoughtful people. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that's a good question. Yeah. I haven't talked about that kind of stuff makes my heart warm up. Like yeah. I'm really not into the corny, like cheesy stuff, but sometimes it's just, but if it it's, really, if it's it happens really nice. naturally, yeah. It's almost kind of cute. It's sickening. Yeah. Like, I cringe at everything, but it's a good cringe when people yeah. just remember those small things. So. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, that's good. Okay, well, we're almost hitting the hour mark. We talked a lot. We talked about a lot of subjects. We're really excited for this podcast for later, and I'm excited that this was our first one. Um, I feel like we just, I feel like people got to learn a little bit about us yeah. in one sitting, which is really cool. Um. Probably Don't so many me. bloopers. <laughs> oh, there's going to be so many. But um, follow us on Instagram if you haven't. It's truly at truly sickening podcast. podcast. Um, follow our personals. Yes, Mine is at Jenny.Cleveland. And Perry's is at Periwinkle9. <laughs> yes. Um, but follow our podcast for more updates. We're definitely going to try to upload weekly. But God knowing us, we might upload like every other week. You We're know, But so you just have to bear with us. It's definitely not... 
our thing to be consistent. <laughs> yeah. It, okay. We are We're consistent. Working on it. We're working on it. We're okay? consistent with what we want to be consistent with. Like, and I want to be consistent with this. So maybe we will be consistent with it. Yeah. The thing yeah. is, is that we are very go with the flow type of people. Yeah. And we don't want this to be like a job. It's just kind of just something we it's like something to do. For us to so do. And we love to talk. And I feel like we have really good morals and we have really good things to talk about, really good ideas. I mean, I hate to be a big headed freak, but. Virgos I rule. think we're chilling, so yeah, <laughs> we're Virgos. If you couldn't tell, so we're <laughs> superior. You know, I'm just saying. It, you know, kind of happens. <laughs> I love all my other signs. Yeah, don't, don't get, get it wrong, twisted. But I love being a Virgo. Exactly. There's just something special about it. It really is something special about us. That's know? actually what really. Okay, I'm. I keep saying like this is really what molded our friendship. But I'm <laughs> not kidding you. All these little things have added up to mold our friendship. Oh my god, I being feel like a Virgo is the Perry biggest thing. Really is. I don't know if we weren't a Virgo. If we weren't Virgos, I don't think we'd be as close as we are. Yeah. And I hate to say that. That's really what. But it's true. Um, I don't know. I would say you are like my best friend. Yeah, you are my best friend. It'd be like I have that. other best friends, but you know, you yeah. are my best friend. We we have several best friends, but we just know that we're Vir- like Virgo sisters. Like, yeah, no, like yeah, I know Perry's gonna be in my life forever and ever, and I mean, not a lot of people can say that about some exactly. friends. I will say, yeah. But she about to be a bridesmaid at yeah. my wedding whenever that time <laughs> exactly. comes, and y'all know I'm not engaged, so yeah. that just tells you how much I want her in my life. Yeah, like, it'll happen. Jenny and I have never argued. No, we, we even never. went on a week long trip. And we still didn't argue. No, I think if anything, we've ever just miscommunicated, but we talked it out before it got to an argument, yeah. frustrating argument. Before yeah. it could get to an argument. Mm-hmm. That's and so true. And if anything, it's me getting irritated that things aren't going my way because I'm a control freak. Right. And so, but Perry's like a lot more go with the flow. So I've, we've learned to compromise like, yeah, yeah. And it works out. We're really good. And she's making me a lot better at being chill and all that. So yeah. It do be like that. Yeah. I'm so high Go strung, with you the guys. Flow. I'm so high strung. So, yeah, we're almost at the hour mark. So, <sighs> if you have nothing else to say, I think we can end it right here. Yeah. Enjoy this podcast. What else can I say? <laughs> <laughs> we hope you guys stick around. We're really, like, having fun with this podcast so far. And it's only our first episode. Um, I don't know. I, got, I have nothing more to say. I'm having really fun. Can yeah. you guys hear my dog upstairs? It might be a mess. My dog is upstairs. <laughs> I, I don't think honestly if i, I like move it. away from the mic you can't, you can't even really yeah. hear so me these so these mics are pretty good at getting just close volumes um yeah. my but, neck gonna be broke by the end of this uh, shout out to our friends who have supported us before this i know there's a lot of people behind the scenes that were really rooting for us to get this done exactly so no, I'm, i hope we i hope you uh what is it i hope we made you guys proud right you know who you are like at yeah the y'all know day. who you are so we love you guys um, but again, shout out to Enrique, our friend Enrique, who did our graphic for our cover art, Bless. our podcast cover art. He did such a good job. If you guys don't know, wait, let me pull up his handle because, um, he's just super cool. He's, um, I met him through a friend of mine. That's her boyfriend. Uh, <laughs> what is it? Oh my gosh. I don't even know. It's Exodus or something like that. This is so long. I'm so sorry. Hello. Oh my gosh. I should have prepared this so much better. Yeah. I'm definitely going to cut this out. Um, oh, it's called, you guys should follow Enrique. He does really good graphics. It's called um, at Exodus Visual. Amazing. Designed by Enrique Armando. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we're good. Bye. Bye. <laughs>